When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm hot! You're always hot. You know why? It's because you probably drove by a construction zone, and now your ass started going... <laughs> Honk if you love whacking. <laughs> Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To Let's love! <laughs> that made wow. no sense. That made no sense. No. Is that what the straight guys call it, whacking? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, y'all, come we, at us. We call this call 90, it whacking. Yeah, come at us. We call this 90 Day Gays, everybody. I'm Matt Marr, a.k.a. Maddie. Then I'm... I don't want to say my last name. <laughs> People, y'all, I wrote out something for Jake, and he's already upset. You tell them your name is Jake. My name is Jake Anthony. I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with telling my last name. People can like, find you. It's uh, on your Instagram. Why do you have a problem? I just got really gagey about saying my last name. People are all going to find you. You're dead already. You no, know, go ahead and go ahead and like steal my identity. AKA, they called me Poodle. Poodle. Actually, now, you just do. We're trying to introduce ourselves more, y'all, because <laughs> keep more of a structure. Because I think people think we sound the same. So yeah, this is Maddie heard speaking that. now, and this is Jake. Exactly. And if you don't want to, if you don't, I'm a little easier to listen to. Mm, I would say more <laughs> strident on the ears. Um, but if you want to listen to our singing voices, if you join our sissy squad, we posted a video of us singing. So you can hear the difference between our singing voices. I, I coach my, singing for a listening. For it's le- on for my living. Instagram too. Okay. Yes. I think it's on mine too. That's how Jake and I met, by the way. Summit. We'll go into deeper dives, but we went to tell them school. how we met. Um, we went to school together. We didn't really know each other. And then we both no. taught at the same fine arts camp. And we had to work together. And I was like, who is this queen? And when, Yeah, and, and I said, who is this queen who's dating a woman? 
<laughs> anyway, we're not there anymore. Um, but yeah, anyway, we we've been friends ever since and then roommates. North Texas. Uh, we both fucked so many guys at North Texas. We had to get out of there and come to L.A. <laughs> where the dick they ran a, big. They ran us out of town on pitchforks. They did. With dicks on top of they, them. They said, get away. Get Kill away. the beast. Kill the beast. Kill the queen. time to get some pussy, boys. <laughs> it's time to stop <laughs> taking dick. Beast. <laughs> Kill the beast. Kill the beast. Anyway. Anywho. I hope some of you are watching Beauty and the Beast with your children, and we just ruined that for you. Uh, or maybe it's your 10th time to watch it. Why can't you get comfortable? You are flopping around like a caterpillar a great, on a roly pin. There's a great meme if you ever look at it for gay men don't know how to sit. And that is you. It is me. I do not know how to sit with my feet on the floor. I, my leg is up here. I don't know, I don't know how to sit. It's a problem for you. Come at us if you don't know how to sit. <laughs> Y'all, we are re. Let me look at the Where thing. The but fuck am I? We are recapping today. We're doing before the ninety day, uh, ninety day fiance. Before the ninety this days. This episode was called season three, episode ten, and it was called treat me right. Treat me right. I and knew yes, we are trying name. to be more formal and just give you a little more information instead <laughs> Not of just formal, jumping just into like it. jumping into it. Exactly. So anyway, all right, we're let's almost jump up, into the yeah, show. Let's just jump in. Let's just. Um, oh God. Oh, I should have gotten some water for I- this. <laughs> I'm so glad. I don't want my throat to be dry. <laughs> I'm so glad that this was the first one. I literally Ooh. wrote like three pages on this whole segment. Um, and we're, of course, talking about Darcy and Stacey. 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 <laughs> you um, this? When you do her, it's so guttural. It really hurts my ears. You know, you know what? Because... That's where she's coming from. She's my coming, hot British man. She's coming from her <laughs> the depths of her vulva and soul. Um, so they're Darcy, going back to Nottingham. They're going, and she was like, da, da, to Nottingham. I just watched Robin Hood, and I wondered Nottingham. Which one? Real, the cartoon one. It was really good. <laughs> I watched it in Oklahoma when I was visiting my family. What? Why did you watch that? <laughs> you have to admit, though, Robin Hood is a fox. Everyone would fuck him. Oh, yeah. He's the hottest animated character. I would beg for it. He's one of those foxes that's like, <laughs> you're like, I don't want to have sex with you. I don't want to. He's like, are you sure? You're like, I do, but I can't. I do, but I can't. And then all of a sudden he would kiss your cheek. And then you go, wait a minute. Robin Hood's inside me. How did that happen? <laughs> We're still talking about an animated fox. <laughs> he robs from the rich but and steals from the whore. I would beg for it. There's something so hot about him and his voice. Okay, we need to move you on. You know Baloo this just is, wanted to blow his this blowing the whole time. This is getting into a weird area. <laughs> <laughs> this just got weird. Y'all, we got to move on from this. Anyway. anyway. But I'm telling you, come at us if you wanted to fuck Robin Hood the Fox. Come at us. <laughs> Love, um, it seems it's only yesterday. <laughs> That's a beautiful song. It is. Talk about Darcy and Tom. Um, so They are coming back. She, they're packing, and I feel like her segments are about eighty percent her packing. I mm-hmm. feel like that's all they show her doing. Um, then we see her and Stacy, and they got matching matching jackets, purses, and hats like those biker hats that bears wear. <laughs> now, before they fist you, it's true. I know this might seem early, and this may be controversial, <laughs> but I think this is our first ninety day theater of. <laughs> Of me being Darcy okay. and you being Stacy, just both sucking on Diet Cokes, okay. having a conversation. So, 
I'm leaving town today, so yeah. With oh, really? My, my British man. Oh, really? Oh, really? You know, I'm so I'm so mm. glad you had a great time here in Albania. And mm. um, I don't know, Stacy. I don't know. Florian, really. I'm so glad you came. And like, I hope you don't fuck it up. Well, I hope you don't screw it up. I just think maybe. Mm, I think is this cherry code? Oh, good. I just think maybe I would have had a good time if we didn't come here at all until. Oh really? Is that mm. how you feel? Is that mm. how you feel, Dars? Yeah, I just think things got complicated. I told you, I liked, I liked, I liked your man, and I just hope you don't scare him away. <sighs> I don't know, Darcy. I just think you get a little too, you know, you're just too. Mm, 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 mm. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, you know what I mean. Mm, mm. Anyway, well, you know, have a good time. Uh, it's fine. See, <laughs> my favorite part at the end is when Darcy said, you know, um, uh, uh, goodbye. I'll see you in Connecticut. Oh yeah, that's gonna be my sound off, sound off for now on. When I'm like, "Fuck you," see you in Connecticut. You know what? Because no one wants to go to fucking Connecticut. <laughs> Y'all, have you ever been to New Haven? I'm so. It is a shithole. That's where Yale is. Oh really? Yes, New Haven. Oh, it a is scary town. I've. I don't actually have anything against Connecticut. It just seems very white and boring. And when they Most said Connecticut, I thought they were like Jersey girls. I was like, wait a minute. Uh, Y'all are in New in Connecticut? Can you imagine? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what part. Some Somebody tell us what kind of area that she lives in. I can't remember the town. I did a lot of preparation for this yeah, segment. A lot, I, yeah. I really appreciated when Stacy said, I'm not here to sabotage your relationships. That was never the point. I'm like, um... Yeah, you could have fooled me because you pretty much sabotaged her relationship. Yeah, and even though Tom is like, she's done, she's doing her best. She's doing her best to uh, to do to show you blah blah blah. He, they are, they are, they're kicking her like a like, like a, a sick dog. You know, I was listening. It to, was awful. Uh, I was listening to Kim and Kyle on Ninety Day Cray Cray. By the way, y'all, we're recording a crossover episode Yay. with them next week. But. She's totally Team Darcy now, too. I am, too. But she did a poll on her Instagram, and people were, it was literally 50-50. And wow. I'm like, what kind of evil people think, or maybe you're not evil. No, Darcy, Darcy is a complete disaster. Don't Darcy's get me wrong. Darcy's a disaster. But if you think Stacy was in the right, come at us. Let us know. Uh, we won't judge you, but I just want to talk about I it. I find their relationship really gross and toxic. It's not... It's, it's not, not good. great. Um, Stacy did say, hopefully I'll see you guys in England if, if she doesn't mess it up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Literally, when she came out and said that yeah, after. it was really gross. Uh, and she, literally, she just said, I'm not trying to sabotage your relationship. I hope Stacy watches this and realizes. And I don't like to use this word a lot. But and I kind of. She, well, hopefully she watches, not us, Nine but days. watches the show and is like, man, I was a cunt. Because she's being that. Yeah. A horrible I, I don't person. think she'll, she, I don't think she has that level of self. Uh, self introspection. Actually, I shouldn't say that word. I feel bad because I remember. On I prefer South- see you next Tuesday. I, when well, I whenever um, I'm going to think of a different word because I know that when what's like her name outside when Chelsea called what's his name a pussy on that Southern that, that kind of bothered me. And I'm sorry, y'all, that I said the word see you in tea. She's just being a a whore. That's it. <laughs> no, I it's don't better. know. I'll think it's of better. one. Anyway, um, y'all. Do you think, question, do you think Tom ever was going to propose to Darcy if they went to this other place? Or do you feel like he just said that to fuck with her? I think he said it to fuck with her. Because Darcy's saying like he would have proposed to me. I'm like, girl. I think he had so much animosity for her bringing him to that and her 
bringing here, mixing him up in her shit, that he was like he would say anything to be vindictive. Uh, I think Tom is a very vindictive person. I do too. I think he's got a lot of hurt. Yeah, and he, I think he probably he wants to present on this James Bond when honestly he's just kind of just an, a nerdy kind of wimpy guy who's honestly, as we can see later, gets walked all over. By the way, it Stacey was not coming good. out. The, literally, she just set the tone when she's like, "Well, have fun." She's in a mood. Yeah, and and then she walked. They were they were waving to them as they were going and. Florian looked particularly unsteady. <laughs> I knew we were going to talk about Florian. I knew it was Bye, gonna... guys. <laughs> Come again, Please don't let her suck out my fat to put in her face. I don't have much left. I'm so hungry. <laughs> he looked like he was going to fall over. She is always propping him up. She is. She is. Anyway, Florian, if you ever listen to this, let us know how you are. Yeah, let it. We'll I'm s- concerned about I'll you. I'll send you a, a gift card to Jack in the Box or Hardee's. <laughs> a Hardee's breakfast will fill you I'm up. I'm sure they have Hardee's in Albania. Hardee's breakfasts are delicious. They are. They are very Carl's good. Carl's Jr. out here. They're the same thing? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Yes. Carl's Jr. is the same thing as Hardee's. So they have Hardee's breakfast. Yes. Bye. <laughs> I think they're the same out it's here. Not breakfast, yeah. although I, Hardy's, the Hardy's that I grew up with had a gravy biscuit. Yeah, and that was gravy the best biscuit. thing in the fucking world. <laughs> they had really good. Gravy I just biscuit. got really <laughs> country boy fat girl. I just had gravy and biscuits this last time I was home. It was literally like a layer of hash browns with gravy and biscuits on oh top my of God. it, with a little bit of cheese. I would face fuck the hell out of that. <laughs> just like put your face in it. That's when you're eating and you like uh, these the feelings just wash over you and you're you're so full at the same time but you can't stop eating. <laughs> that, that's, that's someone we we have heard that called on the CC squad as the fan scream or, or the chandelier, chandelier scream. I like both of them. I like both of them too. Um, uh, anywho, that's so, my voice. <laughs> We've done too much Darcy. Um, so they are, there's a scene in the car where Darcy says, I really hope that his family likes me um, because it really didn't go so well with Jesse. Now, I need wait. to prepare everyone. Wait, everybody. We have not seen previous episodes so we have of it, y'all. this show. I'm going to have to go back and watch this because these two people, we saw Jesse, Jesse's Jesse and parents from Amsterdam. <laughs> I had no words. These are cartoons. I thought they switched to a trailer, a teaser of the new Joker movie. <laughs> well, I put that his mother is Betsy Johnson on acid. Yes. And then the father Who is- Who was some... already on acid. So the fact that she's <laughs> Betsy Johnson on more acid, that's a lot, y'all. The father is some type of, I wrote, a crazy hobo troll businessman who is also Native American. <laughs> that is accurate. And he had weird earrings, 
I, I couldn't even uh, like rings on every finger. He's like JC. Uh, he, when he would walk, you are no in the same league. When he walked down the street, women throw panties at him. He absolutely beautiful. I'm like, are you trying to fuck your son? I got a little creepy there. I I just know that I need to know more about these two people. Oh, uh, we're watching that season. I think we might have to. Hashtag. That's in the- Hashtag Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> we'll get there one day, y'all. Anyway, I I have so I actually have a lot about Darcy. Uh, um, no, I my next page. Oh God, I can't <laughs> organize your things. This is like when you were looking, y'all. One time he was looking on his pad and he Where said, "Oh, there it is." He said, "Why does it say poppers?" And I said, "Because it's probably your shopping list." Where did it go? Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. God, there it is. There it is. I blew away. I thank you for All organizing right. yourself before our show. <laughs> what happened? It's tapped on an iPad. All right. Um, um, Tom, when he said, y- really, you caused so many issues because of you. Like, that's an awful thing to say. Honestly, when he said that, I actually said aloud, run, because I feel like, and I'm he's, calling it now. He's awful. I feel like sociopath. he could be emotionally abu- abusive yeah. and sociopath. I think he is, I've decided after this episode I think he is the worst mate for her. And Darcy, if you're listening, you're worth more than this. And literally, you are because you have so much expensive fillers in you. (laughs) But you're actually monetarily worth. You're monetarily worth so much. Just the collagen alone. Your tits are at least like twenty thousand (laughs) dollars. But that said, I love you. I want you to do better. Get I don't away. love her. I'm just kind of en- enjoying. I'm enjoying the show. It's I great feel TV. sorry for her though. Great um, TV. I want to say that. Um, uh, are we recording? Okay, we are. Just <laughs> checking. Y'all, y'all want to be a producer on the Sissy That Talk Network? Give us a tweet or Instagram at the Matt Marge. Please help it. us. So Please help us. Anyway, we are. They are in. Not- we're finding in Nottingham, and they're walking mm-hmm. uh, his. English bulldog. Of course, he has an English bulldog mm. named Boise. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking about going to have dinner with his sister and her partner, mm. husband, strange uh, kept male slave. I'm not sure. Well, yes, they're going because they. It's just, a weird mismatch. They just had this conversation too when Tom does lecture her before, like when they're picking the dog, and he's kind of lecturing her. And did you notice that she literally looked like a bobblehead? She's just sitting with her <laughs> lips pursed, going. Mm. She did. Mm-hmm. And then blinking. And then he said, then Tom said, the only change you in your life, or the only change you can make in your life is just, se- uh, you can only change yourself. And I'm like, wow. Tom, look at her face. She did that, <laughs> you stupid whore. She did it. She did it. She's been, she's been changing herself she's for 15 years. fucking everything. God. She looks like the girl gremlin <laughs> she, because of people bing, like bing, you. Bing, bing, <laughs> don't don't feed her dick after midnight. <laughs> we together. Hey, what happened to the who was the guy who started in Gremlins? Remember that actor? He was cute. With the curly brown hair. Yes, I remember him. What happened Uh-oh, to him? Oh, we're gonna <laughs> This show is off the rails already. Hey, Siri, what happened to that male actor from Gremlins? Wait, I remember him now. I had the biggest crush on him. He was so... I think he had big BDF. Let me ask you. He was a little too Jewish. Hey, Siri, what happened to the male actor from Gremlins? (laughs) Which one? I found four. Oh, my God. Zach Galligan. 
Phoebe Cates. Zach Galligan. Zach Galligan. Yep. Wow, look at that. All right, continue. Anywho, um, so we um we we're we're talking more and so we find out a little bit more about his sister and Tom says strangely, Yeah, you're gonna have some time with her. She asks questions for a living. And I'm like, what could she do? Is she an interrogator? Immigration? Is she I know, I'm just like therapist? what is she doing? So she can't anyway, be a therapist. Well, I she also could. Some said are crazy. I also said it looks like her partner, they, they're they a Jack Spratt couple. Um, and I mean, she, we've, we've talked about her a little bit before. Uh, as I said, this is obviously someone who's never seen how blush works, as you explained it last year, it last was, time. It was a stripe on her cheek, but then she almost went <laughs> down, like down, kind of like, like a frame to her it's mouth. It's almost her eye, too. And it's then like, what I noticed later on, there's some in the middle of her forehead. <laughs> like she wanted to put blush on her third eye or some shit like that. Possibly. Um, it looked, I said it last week and I'm going to say it again. It looked like a fat man sat in blush and she just gave him her a rim job of his <sighs> life and that's the leftovers. I, I'm still concerned, but she's had to have seen women use blush. So she knows what it should be, right? Well, I know that some, you know, Poodle really used to love football. Maybe she has wives. rosacea. No, no, that's blush. I know blush. Okay. And, Footballers' know. wives looks like that. I loved no, Footballers' wives. They they wear their blush like that, and it's strong. But at least it's like put on in the right yeah. place. It looked. And horrendous. y'all, her name is Emma, and she talks a little bit like this. She's a little bit like, which is a bit weird because Tom's accent is very posh and cosmopolitan. But I'm telling you, he has created he's himself. He's creating a persona. Because she's like, all I want this blush <laughs> somewhere. Maybe Chanel something in my hair. I'll eat like a pig, I swear. Oh, did it be <laughs> And those, and those, and I say she eats like a pig, not because of her weight. I'm not doing a weight thing, but she was disgusting she the way was she was eating. Ate. And they were eating burgers, which and she I was like was talking strange. with the mouth like, "Shall I yep. think of my brother's penis?" <laughs> she didn't say that. But she might as well. Um, I I can't so believe we're still on Darcy. Let's, I know. Keep going. Let's That's okay. Go, let's go to when they're finally having dinner. Okay. Um, and uh, so she's even she's met him, and she walks in in a floral dress, gorgeous. Um, and she's like, and they were talking, she's like, so how was Albania? I guess, did she get it at Ross? I don't know. It what looked did, like it. What do they have in, is it called like Chauncey's in Britain? <laughs> <laughs> is that the Ross? Neville's. Neville's. <laughs> <laughs> Neville's dress for less, y'all. <laughs> Comment us if you're in the UK. What's your Ross dress for less? Our our CC squad members. It ain't no Harrods. Shelly knows. She lives across the pond, y'all. So, uh, so Emma got that at the British Ross. Um, and <laughs> and I want to know. And, and uh, so she's. They're talking about. So how was Albania? And she's like, Oh, they were. It's, uh, they were really great. Um, Sissy and Florian were wonderful. And she's like, Oh, sounds like sounds like it's gonna be much easier for for you then than I'm gonna make it for you. Yeah. <laughs> So already she's a bitch. Already she's a bitch. Um, and I'll- she's there with her gay husband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, y'all. He's strange. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. That's I, I said looks like a looks like I don't know if he is her husband or her prisoner. 
I don't know. Um, it was strange. He didn't. He barely said anything the whole. We episode. never saw under the table. There could have been a chain attached to him. <laughs> um, I think I. She's like, is there a is there a bridesmaid dress in the future? Yeah. And and all I could think of is their version of bridesmaids, the movie. <laughs> Ooh. Where it's where it's Darcy is getting married and Stacy is the maid of honor <laughs> and then Emma and the next one would probably be the Asian plastic surgeon who injected yes. their lips yes. and then Flory would be in a dress exactly <laughs> and so I want to see that movie I want to see that movie too <laughs> and they can um, still the Spice Girls sing at the end oh wait no it's Wilson Phillips but for yes. this movie with these Spice Girls um so and. In fact, I would want to do a little bit, another version of 90 Days Theater. Oh, God. Now with um, uh, Darcy, well, sorry, Emma's interrogation of Darcy. I'll be playing Emma. And uh, my name's Matt, and I'll be, just to remind everybody, I'm Maddie, and I'll be playing the role of Darcy. This is up for your Emmy nomination consideration. Oh, wait, the Emmy's already happened. Yep. <laughs> so, oh, did you know that my Thomas has slept with hundreds of women? Oh. Oh, really? Is that fine for you? Oh, really? I mean, yeah, whatever. Pip, pip in the bumble shoot. Whatever it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I just. I hope you're gonna stop his revolving door. Oh, oh, really? I didn't know this. Yeah. It must have been some revolving door, huh? And I don't know if you know this, but you're never gonna hurt my brother, are you? Um, I w- wasn't wasn't planning on it. I mean, you're not going to. Maybe sometimes it's my Botox. I won't allow it. Or accept it. I just broke his ankle one time from fucking the shit out of him. He has gout. Oh. Yes, that's that simple. That makes sense. Yes. Are you exclusive yet? Um, Are you lovers? Um, I mean, yes. Are you I've, friends with benefits? I'd say, like, we're committed. He's my strong English man. My British, my James Bond. <laughs> Is he worth it? <laughs> I just and see. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. That's exactly what she just railroaded. She kind of just talked like this at her the whole time. Y'all, she is the female version of Henry Higgins. (laughs) That is what she is. Um, I think that's almost it, except for just one. I don't know. There's a little thing that happened at the end of Darcy's. I don't know if anybody else knows this. Oh, if it's what you think it is. Y'all, this is the version of, if you watched watched Toe with Jenny, and just so you know, Toe is the other, before the 98s, the other way. If you watch Toe with Jenny, you know that clip from a couple of weeks ago where they just show Jenny standing by herself after she found out Submit had been taken away? This was the before the 90 days version of that. Because they're just sitting there and uh, Tom said something like, oh, my sister. He said, what did he say? He said, my sister, he said, uh, my sister, I feel like I use the excuse of my sister doesn't like Doesn't somebody. like someone to push someone away. And Darcy's like, but not like, not like, not me. like with me, you know, not with me and because, then, you know, I love you. I love you. And then the loudest silence that's ever been heard in the world. I died with every second. Um, I it wrote, was, he literally looked at the, ca- <laughs> he even looked at the camera and I went, is Christopher Guest going to show up any minute and play your punk? I, I said I would rather watch Faces of Death three times than have to sit through that I love you (laughs) non-reply. Like, I felt a pain in my stomach that I don't think I've ever felt before. Darcy was just staring at him. That was so painful. And he's had a 12-inch dick inside him, so that's a pain. (laughs) He's had pain in his stomach. That's a Thursday. (laughs) Anyway, that's all I have. That was a long segment on them. Long there, segment. Was, there was a lot. I had a lot to say. There was a lot. There wasn't a lot of good b- besides Darcy for this episode for me. Um, well, there was a pretty good with our actually with our next Lonely Heart. I did enjoy kind of what we got from Tim and Jennifer. Tim. Tim. <laughs> and the way he, the way I talk out of the side of my mouth, I think it's hot, but it's not. Now, y'all, there's some stuff about... I'm just going to say this. It's actually a good preface. Because what I love about 90 Day Fiance, and honestly, the 90 Day Fiance podcast, they're all different. They're all different types. Like, if you just listen to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray, 
Kim's going to give you, she's going to find out all the gossip, all the hot tea, what's going, because there's- Kyle's ca- going to make smart-ass comments. He drinks. And there's <laughs> going to be, I think Kyle sounds hot. I thought the same thing. I Kyle know what sounds he looks, really hot to I me. I know. I want to know what he looks like. I feel like he's like a sexy science teacher. I feel like he would get a little drunk and like- I think m- I'm projecting. And maybe <laughs> let you just like, just maybe like, just just a tip. Just like touch his dick. I'm good, Kyle. I promise. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we oh, won't have Lord. to tell anybody. Kyle, don't recite poetry, or Poodle would just be goosh. Goosh. But anyway, goosh. but also I all listen to Ninety Day Fiance trash talk, and those two girls are funny too. But they're kind of a play by play. So I'm just saying, why I'm bringing this up is, you know, there's a lot of controversy right now with Tim and his Instagram, and he's kind of promoting this whole gringo lifestyle. Yeah, it's gross, and it's really gross. If you want to know about all that, we. We talk more about the show. Listen there to those people. There is a pic with him like shooting an AR-15, which could not a, be more tasteless for the moment. It's pretty gross, and he's like smoking a cigarette. So I just want to say that the reason I bring that up is America. that I am – one of our sissy squad members said, I'm not angry at Tim. I'm not for Tim. I'm just done with him. I'm bored watching him, and it just makes me feel gross. He's a cartoon. Uh, someone on the Sissy Squad, you know, if you're not, if you haven't joined our Sissy Squad yet, y'all, we're having a blast there. We're almost at a thousand members. Search our Facebook, search Facebook for Sissy Squad. Join us. And One they, of us will approve you. And unless you're a sissy who wants to be dominant, which go ahead and do it, but that's just maybe Sissy Squad isn't the place for you. We had a just I had to decline someone today. <laughs> um, and I'm know, fine with it. Just maybe. I don't think you're right for our place. It's right. Somebody, uh, they're now doing every Sunday night, they're doing a, a post. I and doing saw. live updates. So there are, people are live chatting about That's the show. That's so good. In the squad. Sorry, there's a loud car by us. <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk about Tim. So he's got his Coke bottle in his back pocket. That was, of course. That was the most offensive thing to me course, in this whole episode. I got my dog tags on. Who carries a Coke <laughs> in their back pocket? That's uncomfortable. I think that was just to walk. I'm pretty sure just that was just it. to walk. It's uncomfortable. It bothers me. Um, He's I, an idiot. I want to also coin a phrase of Tim jeans. <laughs> Tim <laughs> jeans are any jeans that are that are probably at least over two hundred dollars in the South. Mm-hmm. They have some type of like decorative feature on them, and uh, and part and they're almost ripped. always embroidered and have rips. They have rips. They're fitted too much for what a man would wear. Yep. Rarely do straight men wear them unless they are Armenian, and they're a little bit of a boot cut. They're a little boot cut. Mm-hmm. They're about four years past the style that they were. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's um, again. It's the buckle. I'm going to call them Tim jeans. From now on. They, I'm guaranteeing I know them. exactly what they are. They sell them at the buckle, y'all. I know they do. I bought them at the buckle. They speak your language, the buckle. Anyway. Anywho. He literally is talking to Jennifer in this park and then just out of the blue says, I mean, what, what if I asked you to marry me like right now? By the way, that's the worst proposal ever. That? I was just like, who knew? Who knew? When I we, wrote, who says that? Who knew when we started watching this show Two months ago, we'd be like, Jennifer, run. I At the same time, I have a problem with her saying, I, I want to be with, the, I want to be with the man I fell in love with online. And I wrote, that's the problem. That's the problem with this whole he show. He doesn't exist. That's that, the, per, that person, because people are the 
best people there ever there ever will be yeah, online, online. Mm-hmm. and and they're not real you're what you're only seeing is ideals of people what you okay for those of y'all that are online dating just remember you know how you feel when you get like People eight hours lie. Of, eight hours of sleep. You don't eat before bed. You have been off of dairy for a couple of days. You so feel your great. Skin looks good. You get up in the morning. You meditate. You maybe watch a really funny episode of Friends. You don't have to go to work <laughs> at all that day. You go have a coffee, and then you start your day around eleven forty-five. That's online times. 100. That is the best. That is the best uh, experience. You're. That's the best person version of that person you're ever going to get. Ever going to get. And it's this the thing that I wrote. The lie of confidence is catching up with Tim. Yeah, I agree. Because he has this air that he is so confident when in actuality he is so insecure. It's painful to watch. So pain. He can't show up at all. And you know, I never thought about this because y'all, we're gay men, and this hasn't. I would be honest if it's happened to me, but this is. We're horny hillbilly, so this hasn't been a problem with us. <laughs> but Kyle's talked about, Kyle thinks he probably has ED, erectile dysfunction, mm. and that this is a symptom of that. That Gay is guys, so y'all, interesting. The wind blows and someone says dick, and we're like, what? <laughs> dick o'clock. What? What time is it? <laughs> it's dick o'clock. <laughs> dick o'clock. Ready to sail, it's, ladies. It's 10 minutes past dick o'clock. And Why is it not in me? Girls Hey, girls, again. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. Anyway, but I kind of think, what if that's he a, just can't get it up because then he feels so bad about that? Like the pressure. You know, he just needs to invest in some Vi- Viagra then. Something but, needs to happen. Well, something does happen because Tim says, and I talk, I've actually posted this on my Insta story. Tim says, well... So they make up, yada yada. I don't, I don't have anything about them making up except for. Well, she had the shittiest fake tears, y'all. She didn't even have tears. No, and he's like just crying. Now this is <laughs> coming from someone who's I. My mother used fake tears on a weekly basis, so I know what those are. On a weekly basis. My mother would say, "Well, I just sometimes think you don't love me." And who says that? My to mother. Their child. My mother. My mother. Who? Come at us if your mother used fake tears to get you to do something um, or to make you feel bad. Come at that us. sounds like emotional abuse. But If your mother <laughs> said, I don't think you love me. And by come at us, <laughs> call me because you need therapy. <laughs> Just call me. Well, no, she said, sometimes I don't think you love me. I'll give you therapy. Poodle will give you life coaching. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, can, I know fake tears. And then, I know crocodile tears. And then Tim immediately said... When she, as soon as she started crying, my heart—that was the litmus test. He said, "That's all you." When had to she do. cried, I knew she cared because you can't, you can't, uh, you can't fake, fake that. that. Watch like, me, oh Watch honey, me. women have faked it with you for decades. You don't think <laughs> exactly. Veronica faked that shit? <laughs> Poor Veronica. Oh, Veronica. Oh God. Anyway, they kind of make up, and then Tim says, "And what's the best thing to make a woman happy?" Retail therapy. I gotta go buy her some stuff. <laughs> I think that's what he wanted. So I he, gotta go buy her some things. Um. So anyway, and he I, goes to buy her everything. They've made up, and now he decides well, like, the best idea is why don't I want to introduce Jennifer to I, my uh, ex girlfriend who I don't have a child with. 
but I take care of her. I literally put that. And Jennifer's so brain, Colombian woman brain, cannot compute this idea, y'all. She's just like, she is your ex. I do not compute. And she actually says, um, you know, he he's in her life and he wants me to meet her. I would respect that. And then she made this face of, <laughs> if I could kill him. With my nipples and lasers, I she's would. She's got such a good bitch stank face. It's she's, amazing. She's beautiful when she's beautiful, and yeah. she looks horrendous when she's yeah, angry. Yeah, when, she, when she's angry, she's pretty scary. Um, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, just, I just wrote, I'm like, good luck getting a Colombian woman to accept your second family. Good fucking good. luck. Well, you know what? Veronica shit the bed, y'all, because... Veronica immediately starts asking them about their oh, sex life. That was so stupid. And y'all, one of my best friends is Colombian, and he has said this to me once. I've never done this, thank God, but he is totally frosted friends because he will say exactly what he, she said. I was offended by that. And my friend will say, that defends my culture. And once you offend a Colombian's culture, that's a thing. If you do that, Lord help. You better hide your wife, hide your kids, because you're going to be dead. <laughs> you're going to be dead. In a pile of cocaine. Y'all, if y'all know a Colombian who's had their culture offended, come at come us. At us. Um, come at us. Anyway, that. You know uh, what? Yeah. I just want to say this. Well, I know we usually do these segments, but the whole fact of Tim trying to appease all women. And not try to be himself. It's just a whole red flag. A whole you might want to process <laughs> that. It's a. I could get my PhD from Tim. Yeah, and I feel like he ED is definitely an option. I didn't think about it. Or, I think so or too. a really tiny penis. Oh, uh, because that's the whole gun thing. As you say, the whole gun thing. What you do you have call to, it again? An almond. Oh. And just an almond sitting on a bed of a bird's nest. That could be his dick. Bird's nest almond. Mm. It's a tiny little, like, like almond without the skin. Yeah. Is that real enough for everybody? We've been a there. A little tiny b- almond in a bird's nest. <laughs> We've been there. I've been there one time, and I'm what just like. What did you do? Did you do, go through with it, or did you make an excuse? I think I, I looked like. Uh, I look like Jamie Lee Curtis when Michael Myers threw up in the closet door, like, <laughs> Michael! <laughs> and I think I did, I think I did say, yeah, I'm just not ready for this, which is the biggest lie I've ever told anyone. <laughs> yeah, he's been if ready. You can, if you can say, if I can say that to anyone, I can tell anyone anyone. He's been ready for butt since sex, I was since like five. The, literally, the clock said midnight at 18, <laughs> and he said, I'm ready. Y'all, that's an ambulance. It's an ambulance. It is Don't not a pull car. Your car over. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pull your car over. This is over. the only podcast where you actually pull your car over because you think because we're in my fucking apartment in Los Angeles, right off of La Brea. Mm. Anyway, that's anyway. all I have about Mr. Tim. Well, somebody who doesn't have uh, an almond <clears throat> in a bird's nest. It's Benjamin. Let's talk about our third lonely hearts. <laughs> he's got a huge schlong, y'all. Benjamin and Akini. He's got a a Christian dick waiting for a virtuous <laughs> pussy. Um, so this little dick of mine, <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna let, let it shine. Oh Lord, this, this little, little dick, dick of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. One more time, this, this little, little dick of mine. mine 
I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. You weren't even singing melody. I, I had was to singing the melody. My harmony. I was no. singing the melody. You just messed it up. No, you changed keys. No, I didn't. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, um, y'all. So he gets her home from getting drunk. We got some real, uh, what I call booze shaming. Y'all have a lot of opinions about this. And a lot of them for Benjamin, although we did have a listener who gave us the five stars. So it wasn't like a, a me. Yeah. But she said, love the show. She said, but I feel like, and there's something to this. Benjamin's been very upfront with his Christian values. And for her, they said, I can see where she's coming from that he's been upfront that what he's comfortable with and what he's not. And I will say, Akini, and we see this again, she has not been upfront with him. I, I feel like she's the person that's been putting more of a fantasy online, I probably agree. because of her immaturity, than Benjamin has. And I feel like this isn't just she. That I appreciated that review because I thought maybe this isn't just about her getting drunk. It's that. Benjamin keeps finding out more and more about this woman, and it literally it comes to, a, uh, comes to a point in this episode. I, I agree with that, but some of the things that are triggers for me that what he's saying, things like, you were disagreeing with me. That bothered me too. That you really bothered me. You were demanding another drink loudly. And I thought, a woman can't be loud, and I didn't think uh, that she was loud. And granted, she comes from a very patriarchal culture. But it bothered and, me that he said that. Uh, I, uh, I feel like he's a gross, he's he's a controlling, crazy manipulator in a computer nerd's body. But I don't think he even knows he's manipulating. I think he's so, he's brain, so brainwashed by he's that so brainwashed in that patriarchal Rock me bullshit. Jesus bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, y'all, we're all about religion. Celebrate your faith. <laughs> but I will say, if you're in a religion that doesn't support women, I don't support that. Well, it's hard for me to support that. So sorry. I I kind of agree. We, it's but it's it's strange. It's it's different for us to be speaking in America as gay men and 2019 in Los Angeles. But now, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with that. And it, again, I know she got drunk, but she only had one drink. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I, I he's like so alcohol, and he's like talking to her. She's like five. He's like shaking his head, going, "Not a good thing, right?" Oh yeah. It was. This is and he, no. Here's here's how you solve all this. Here's how you solve all this. Well, before you say solve, I just want to say one thing just to add on to what you're yeah. saying. Even Akini said she felt like Benjamin was controlling. She yeah. literally said that. Y'all, she lives in Kenya where men are basically fucking male Nazis. <laughs> For her to say that someone is controlling. I know. That let's you might want to process that, Akini. Here's how you solve this whole drinking s- between both of them. Akini, when you're married to Benjamin, oh god, uh, all you do this is not you work be good on at- your tolerance. You put some tequila, you drink some tequila in the laundry room, <sighs> so you just a little sip in between loads just takes the edge off, and then you work what? on your tolerance so you can go out and you're not drunk. That's the solution. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> wow, it's not alcohol that's the problem. It's her body's toleration of alcohol. So you up her tolerance level. You just wanted to put red wine in the juice at church during communion yes. Sundays. But I'm saying, so that way, he, if it's, it's, it's not just alcohol. It's how she was acting. It is. That's what bothered. <clears throat> if he was more of like, hey. My, I don't drink alcohol may, at all. And maybe his family comes from I think he alcohol. has. I think he has issues I think with alcohol. A, I think he has a lot of trauma. Because he kept saying intoxicated, intoxicated. Yeah. And I'm like. Which is a treatment word. 
Exactly. They don't say drunk. I think he has a lot of issues, mm-hmm. and I think he got triggered by that. I agree. So, either Benjamin, of, you might want to work on your triggers and not put your shit on people you I love. I guarantee you either one of his parents was uh, an alcoholic or someone in his family. I guarantee you. But then you feel for you feel for Akini until you find out she never fucking told <laughs> Benjamin that basically this they're getting married awful. tomorrow. This is awful. And, uh, I had a real problem with this. And this literally I was just like, Akini, you're old enough to know better. You are old I'm enough. I'm still too young to care. <laughs> I'm old enough to know better, but I'm still too young to care. If you remember that country song, I think that was at least 15 years old. I don't old. know that song. I'm old enough to know better, but still too young to care. I feel like that was a Wade somebody. How do I know this? Hey, Siri. I don't even listen to country music. Who sings a country song, I'm old enough to know better? Sorry. I don't know who performs country. <laughs> country song. Siri, you fucked it up. Anyway, it's Wade Hayes. Wade Boggs? Wade. No, he's a baseball player. Wade Hayes, maybe. I don't know. I want to hear that us. song. I'm old enough to no know better, better, but still too young to care. care. You know, that is a Keeney's fucking theme that song. Because she should know. And then here, y'all, I am really feeling sorry for Benjamin in this because... No, I don't either. I don't. I do feel. I, I feel felt, sorry for him and because her. he's he got he's getting he's getting backed into a corner. Yeah. Because it's literally this whole time. I will say, Akini's been surprising him and surprising him, and it's all about making him jump through hoops, not compromising at all. Yeah, she hasn't told him about her culture at all. Exactly. Yeah. And now she doesn't want to be a mom. She is not compromising at. all. All for also, him. they have to go buy groceries for his family, <laughs> y'all, and 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 they go to the market, y'all. And unlike, uh, so he's like, "This is," he's like, "Is this not how the market is in your country?" He's like, "No, we have stores. No, we have stores." So I think, I I think Benjamin might have thought there'd be a Tom Thumb or a Kroger <laughs> or something, in or Kenya. at least a Piggly Wiggly's. <laughs> There, there's no Publix there. No. There's not even a Vons Mm-mm. if you live in Southern there's California. There's not even a John's. <laughs> John's. There's not even a John's. That's where you can buy really good, cheap produce, y'all. But I did enjoy how they have your all your groceries are <clears throat> delivered. You put it on a pike pike. You put it on a peaky peaky. Or peaky peaky, whatever. And you know what? That motherfucker stacked that, that shit that, up on that bike. That is the hero in all of this segment <laughs> was that fucking peaky I'm like, peaky look driver. at that fucker. I was shocked. Didn't even drop the groceries, no. y'all, and I bet he makes like 12 cents an hour. So when they're talking about the bride price later, which uh-huh. I can't say enough, um, apparently, as we talked about, as soon as you pay the bride price, as soon as like he puts the money in the father's hand, the wedding march goes, you're married. Please, this day, That's from Company, if you don't know. You know that. If you're gay. Uh, Pardon me, as everybody here, because if everybody's here, I want to thank you all for coming to the wedding. I'd appreciate you going even more. But I wrote the rest of the lyrics, so I don't, that's all I know. But that is literally that song. If they broke out into that of Benjamin singing. I'd shit my pants. And Akini singing, (laughs) it would be so appropriate. (laughs) That's from Company. I'm not getting married today. Benjamin, I don't know if you listen to our show. But if you need a prayer, if you need to ask God what to do, look, 
God is speaking to you through a 40-year-old <laughs> fucking gay man and telling you this is a red flag and you need to fucking run away. He spoke for, through me before when taking a 10-inch dick. Uh-huh. I go, Oh, Amen. Okay, our next lonely heart. I think that's all I have. That's all I had to Next Lonely Hearts are Michael, Michael. and Angela. Squawk like a chicken. Yes. Um, she's radiant as usual. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, I just want to say one more thing to back up. Desiree on the phone with Benjamin has the best fucking poker face ever. I, she, she was, she was like really listening. She's like, well, I can listen to you. She, she should have said, run, fucker. I think she was southern because she said what southern people say, which means you were fucking stupid. When she said, oh, my heart breaks for you. Mm-hmm. That means, boy, you fucked up. You're fucked. Anyway, Michael and Angela. Michael. I want to say something that may be controversial, <laughs> as you would say, y'all. Angela's hair actually looks somewhat cute in the beginning of this episode, where it's kind of curly everywhere and not thrown up in a top she knot. Might have, she might have put some uh, hot oil on it. Maybe she went back enough. to that salon. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I wasn't mad at it. Um, so they're Skyping with her daughter, Skyla. Skyla. And, and Skyla asks, how are you guys getting along? And then she says something really strange. We're like... <laughs> We're like a roller coaster. She makes her hand like a roller coaster. Some fucked that up is one. not what a roller coaster should sound like. Yo, I've been on the Texas Giant, and that is a wooden roller coaster and a and little bumpy. And it didn't sound that bad. But not bad. That roller coaster was fun. What roller coaster did she grow up with in South Georgia? I don't know. Like, I think we had a roller coaster in Charleston, South Carolina, when I went once called the Black Cat. And I wrote it, and I thought it was unsafe. And I said it at age 10. I'm like, this roller coaster is unsafe. <laughs> and oh, and wow. my mom is like, oh, cool. fine. And the next summer, it ran off the track and killed two people. Really? I swear to God. Maybe I was, uh, maybe I had a vision Maybe about you it. had the vision then. Like that, like that, the girl on, what is it, Final Destination, when she thinks about the roller coaster's going to go off the thing? I don't know. I don't know. You mean that Final Fantasy game? No! Oh, Final Destination, the movie, where they cheat death and then they have to be killed. By... It's a good horror movie. Anyway. <laughs> sure. Sounds riveting. <laughs> so, so anyway, they're talking about it. Y'all, they just... I don't get why Michael... First of all, she makes Michael say, Michael, you got something you want to ask? <laughs> even, even more, let's to back up, that she's like, so we went to a fertility clinic and Skyla goes... A what? And, and Michael jumps in like she didn't understand. A fertility clinic. <laughs> <laughs> like Skyla didn't understand the words. She was just surprised. Yes. She understood the phrase, a fertility clinic. <laughs> yeah, I think she knew. I think she understood her mother. And so, yeah, they um, they went to the fertility clinic. She's like, I got an egg, but I can't tote. I can't tote. And no, the, she can tote. And the, she just got one egg, but she, can't, she can tote. Angel said, egg's probably a dud. It's a dud egg. <laughs> so, um, so, so sad. We're grieving about that knot. And then they asked Skyla, and then Skyla, like, I think came from the right place. If she said, I don't, Skyla said, I feel like I would be giving up my child. Yeah, I'm not going to give you my but egg. But they had this reaction like, what? 
Yeah, and, there, and she's like, but it's like my blood flowing through it. I don't know if you know how an egg works because it's still your daughter's egg. Yeah, it's still it's part of you, but it's still her egg. It's your daughter's DNA. Yeah, literally in this which child. is your husband or your partner mixed with yours, not just your DNA. Which anyway, y'all, she's not giving them the egg. But I feel like this goes through another question because people are bringing this up. Um, what? Explain a little bit because you're from the South. People were wondering, like, why about this whole bloodline? Oh, thing, really? Oh, which this is, is a big a thing where deal. I'm from too. Yeah. What? What? Uh, it goes back to across the pond and and kind of uh, tribal living, where it's it's not it's much more important for that your tribe carries on the bloodline. In other words, who who is there to take your name? Who is there to? And that's what's important because we used to live in such tribal situations that you had, didn't know if you were going to have to fight the next clan. Mm-hmm. So you want something that's your blood. I think it's a very selfish way to live. But, again, I'm a gay person, so I can't really judge straight people who want their bloodline to happen. I do know there's a lot of fucking babies in adoption in in uh, to adopt. Well, I feel like that's not a – I feel like you just went off on a rail. I <laughs> I don't care if people let people have babies if they want to have babies. No, I'm saying you have a baby. I'm just saying. Oh, that, you're saying like in somebody in Angela's case and Michael, yeah. when it's so the odds are against you, you can't right. even carry. Because I don't. Even, I know she said that. By the way, y'all, the police is coming. Ambulance is coming. <laughs> don't pull off the road. Don't pull don't off pull the road. <laughs> don't pull off the road. We need to put that on a shirt, <laughs> sissy squad. Don't pull off the road. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but so one of our listeners, Jackie, who's a big um, in the city squad, has been pretty vocal about her own um, pregnancy and kind of fertility things. Has talked about. She said, if we ever need, she gave me some advice that in the United States, at least, they won't even do this on women. I think that she said we're fifty-two years, yeah, or fifty dangerous and older. So I don't even think this whole idea that she could even carry a baby. Is bullshit. They're not yeah. going to have a fifty-year-old woman carry a baby, and I'm thinking, y'all. <clears throat> Angela thought the cotton patch was expensive. <laughs> There's no way she can get. She can hire someone to tote this egg. It's. I guarantee you to get a donor egg. It's pretty twenty twenty grand, probably. Oh, this is this at process least. is at least just to get one. Is at least fifty thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, I want to just say one thing that that is uh, uh, they're talk they're still talking about Toten, and she does offer to pay her daughter for the eggs, and she's like, Skyler, if you had a million, someone give you a million dollars, you give them all your eggs. That made me sad when she said that. That just gives you a look into their home. That life. made me really sad when she's yeah. like, I'll pay you, and I'm like. No. It was pretty awful. No. I would like to say that I'm glad that Angela's decor of that single curtain panel is still in effect. Thank you. And I wrote that too. It's still there, y'all. It's still. And Her I like how she said, boy, style. my house looks like a mess. And I'm like, it was clean before. <laughs> then we have dinner with the goofballs. All the goofballs. With the goofballs. Goofballs. Um, who I wrote down are the wisest persons in the show. <laughs> they were, although they did totally laugh at her. That that middle one was kind of an antagonist. Wouldn't you? It's no, Angela. I wouldn't laugh at somebody in their face, even when she was. Well, that's true. Because she did yell at them, but at first she was kind of talking. But mm. I really think if anybody, if 
Dr. Phil needs to get a hold of anybody to work with on, on the negotiation skills, and anger. it's Angela. Yeah. Well, honestly, though, she was just sitting there smoking. They both all walked in. And she's like, look at these three. She's like, I don't like you. Y'all, <laughs> that was she the was, first thing out of her mouth. You know that bitch. Then when you go out at the club, who's just they are looking for a fight. They're just she ready lo- for she it. She loves fighting. They're like, Hurr. she's like, look at me. Look I don't me. like you. Look at me. Look at me. I don't like you. <laughs> but she wouldn't be a mediator. No. That's for sure. I don't. Not a good hostage uh, no, negotiator. Think of it. You know what she She's did? Bi- you kill a hostage as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. You know what? Fuck you. You're an asshole. We don't need them hostages. I'm going to go make my own because my daughter's got <laughs> eggs and I'll tote them all. So fuck you. Fuck you and, and the your hor- hostages and the horse she rode the in on. The horse she rode in on. Um, she did what we call in the South, as my grandma Hazel would say, Hazel Jim would say, well, my God, she should have showed her ass. <laughs> she definitely showed her <laughs> That's ass. That's the way my grandma would always say, my God, before everything. Um, so uh, Angela has, uh, she finishes up with saying, well, they yell at her, and they say, you're way too possessive and bossy. And thank you for saying that, because everyone else has thought that. I really enjoyed the guy at the state on the end who actually— so quiet. He tried to have a conversation with her, and she wasn't even—Angela, if you're listening to us— And at the end— Angela, learn to listen instead of just speaking at people. That's never going to happen. Boy, you know, I said it out of my mouth, and I thought, I might as well go run a tough mutter. Um, uh, which brings me to uh, speaking of uh, speaking of speaking and of, 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 of athletic people, because <laughs> he goes to the gym. Omar and Our Avery, next lonely heart. Oh, not a really ha- a lot happened to them. No, I I just Kinda put boring. Omar looks bored because and, now oh, he realizes what he's settled with. Yep. He's got to raise a teenager, y'all. Yeah. Um. He apparently Omar needs to cry now. And Avery's upset that, um, uh, well, Omar doesn't cry because she's going away for two months. Because, you know, I'm sure he hasn't been through worse trauma <laughs> or, like, really bad things. Like His country decimated. His country decimated. You know, here's the problem. Avery wants the fucking notebook. That's yep. what she wants That's in her life. Wants. That is so. Caesar wants the fucking notebook. Yep. They all want the fucking notebook. Here's the deal: the notebook isn't real, y'all. Well, and then Avery wants the notebook to then the sequel, then just to be about. She just wants to be about her, her, <laughs> oh. her, her. Anyway, uh, I put and that. <laughs> I just want to say I love that Omar said, "Y'all, this is a strong tea, strong tea, give me strong tea with quote unquotable." <laughs> Omar says. Um, I need to be emotionally stable. Yeah, no fucking shit, because you're not going to get that with Avery. Because you know what? As they were sitting there, Mama Terry came out. It was just like Mama Terry never left, y'all. She even rubs her hands together like (laughs) Mama Terry does. It's crazy. I wrote, I wrote, when she went, I don't want to be used. She kind of sat there Uh with Terry face on. And Omar keeps putting his head in his hands (laughs) like, fuck, fuck. And I put Avery, Avery is what I was calling Darcying. Yes. By saying, it's our last meal together. Every hour it gets us closer to leaving. It's like needling. And that whole, like, are you just using me? There's yes. a 1% chance. Avery was Darcying, y'all. Yeah. It was bad. It was, that's all and I really And Omar had. called her bluff and said, fine, I don't need a fucking <laughs> visa. I kind of loved Omar in this episode. I, I agree with it. I'm telling you, 
I just want not, I just want Omar and Terry. Now I'm telling you, now that it, Terry's got all fitting in shape, I kind of want her to I fuck love Omar. Terry. I kind of want Omar and Terry <laughs> to just start fucking. I think they'd be a good match. I think she has a husband though. You know what? He's not cute. I don't know. We haven't seen him. Well, we're gonna see. She goes home, so we're gonna see him in the next episode. Oh, she That's does. That's all I've got about her. That's all. But oh man, our next lonely <laughs> heart. Oh, Ooh. Rubica, Rebecca, Rubica. Do you love me, Zed? I love you so. No, I love you so much, much. <laughs> you have. To, and by, by the way, like as our Stasis Quad says. Much is spelled M-A-U-C-H. M-A-U-C-H. Now, I will say one thing for Omar, or for Aziad. This actually, for a going to a Sahara Desert retreat, this actually looked kind of cool. Like a cool thing to do, especially if you're not, if you're from the United States. I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought You would hate was, it because it would be... I wrote, uh, your favorite resort, the Sahara Desert, <laughs> on lifestyles of the young and deluded. <laughs> You you'll try you'll travel there in a car with a door that looks like it's been beaten. I noticed that. And dine in some place called the Hotel Arabic, with daytime temperatures reaching up to 130 degrees and nighttime temperatures ranging at 20. But it's a dry <laughs> heat, so you can always have another shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> and there are tents. That's it. That's it. There are tents, and I think there's an air conditioner that looks something like it's functional. That you can hide your engagement ring <laughs> that you just bought with your fiance's money. With money. And then you can hide it and say, I think I here, think that's a good place. What do you say? I think here's a beautiful place. Um, My favorite moment when he was hiding he the ring. He is an animated character. <laughs> He is People literally are talking about him as it's like a book character. They were they were posting it. I don't know what it was. I feel like he's just gonna show up on SpongeBob one day. He that the music they were playing as he was hiding around the the ring sounded like Desperate Housewives. Yep. It was good. Yeah, I like this place so much. I thought speaking of that, watching Zied hide the ring was kind of like. Do you remember when you were six years old playing hide and seek or like? Or I thought, of, you know, when you found like that, I remember my friends, my brother and his friends and my friend, Sean Farrell, who listens, his wife, Kim, loves this show. Shout out to Kim and Sean. I love him. Um, he just said the other day, he sent me a message. He said, hey, I think I know who that guy was that you slept in the twin bed with. Is it this person? I said, you were right. Oh, my God. Anyway, I won't say that guy's name. No. But anyway, um, Sean will remember this. We found a huge stack of Hustler magazines behind <laughs> our house, our fence. I mean, and for like... Was it your dad? Even gay boys. We don't know. Even for gay boys. Even just boys that are between the ages of 10 to 13. Yeah, you want to see Hustler. You're like, you just want to see this. Yeah. And I found the one Hustler. I read I read all the articles. <laughs> because I You're didn't, the only one. Because I didn't want to see some woman spreading her vagina lips. Because... Yeah. That they do that in Hustler. They just spread them. Well, so anyway, I was reading all the articles, and then I noticed some guy wrote into a letter to the editor, and he was talking about how he just, you know, he was with his friend who was a guy, and they were just bros. And then one of them started sudsing up in the shower, and then they just jacked off kind of looking at each other in the shower. And I remember that Hustler was like, Oh, 
boy, we're just using the dish. And so I remember thinking, I'm going to hide that hustler where nobody can see it in the most unconspicuous place, in a place that no one will ever look under my mattress. <laughs> and you know what? And your mom found it? A week later, I looked and it wasn't there anymore. And I never said a word and neither did my mother. Whoa. She probably thought. She probably thought, oh, my she son thought, is sexual. Thank Jesus. He's not a faggot. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. I can go to Father Hanrahan and tell him the prayers work. And then she started me doing cheerleading cheers next year. And she went, she fuck, 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 fuck. Um, so, Miss Rubica. Miss Rubica. Um, so, then we get to some point where the, they do a great transition and there's like a storm coming and the lambs start screaming like it sounds <laughs> of the lambs. <laughs> Don't ever do that That's again. A lamb That's scary. on a chandelier. Um. So it turns out that Rebecca. That's a weird explanation. Like, so there's a strangely a picture of her ex on her phone, and he's like, "I am so much jealous." And then Zied's face looks terrifying. It, it looks does. like he could murder her. It does. It does look terrifying. He's got like he gets serial killer eyes. But here's my issue with that, is that Rebecca immediately jumps to, you Oh, don't, yeah. She you don't blames, trust me? She blames him. You don't trust me? Because you're a liar. Because you're a fucking liar, Rebecca. I love you. I think your makeup's pretty, but I'm just going to say, you're um, fucking lying to him. And I, this I, is you projecting. If you are acting this strongly when you are lying, you might want to process that. I like it when he's holding her head, which... You don't really know how to. You can't see me. I'm like gripping it like you're almost holding a bowling ball. <laughs> That's the way he holds her with, head. You will love me. And he's like, I am so much jealous. Yeah, we forget this, but it looks like he could easily slam her head into a wall. It reminded me of that weird, <laughs> that weird character when Sigourney Weaver got possessed on Ghostbusters Two. Uh, or was that uh, Ghostbusters One? Yes, yeah, Vigo. 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 Um. Anyway. He's like, I am so much, but I let you go for now. I let you go for now. Zia's got a dark side, y'all. I hope Zia fucking leaves her, I have to say, when she I tells agree. him she's married. Um, you know what? Now, I'm glad. He's probably going to go, I'm glad I did not buy engagement ring with my money. <laughs> That's all I've got about her. And then we slope across the finish line to our ding, last ding, one. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, bother. <laughs> I groan whenever he comes on the screen. I didn't have a lot. The most, so Caesar, y'all. Um, See, our last lonely heart. Caesar is back from Mexico, and his friend Yoni, I think Whoa, that's her name. Oh, Mexico, you sound so sweet. That's a Jimmy Buffett song. You'd think that's James Taylor. Same thing. <laughs> Maybe it is. No, no it's, it's James, James Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Um, so his friend picks him up at the airport and she's, and he's like, she's like, Hey, how was it? And his response was, it was fun, but also horrible. <laughs> it was fun, but also horrible. I don't think it can be one. I don't think it can be both. I don't well, the, think kind of the first time you have butt sex is like that. But the end is not that. You don't, oh, well, it's true. like pregnancy. You don't think about the bad stuff. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Endorphins rush into your that's body. That's true. Um, 
So anyway, his friend, I wrote, his friend is all of us. He's like, she's like, she didn't show? She didn't show. Oh, that's not good. So that's it's over, right? And he's like, well, and she's like, are you serious? <laughs> he's like, are you fucking kidding? And he says, he's going to go to Ukraine. When you're in love with someone, you just can't sit back there and wait. You have to go for Again, it. Again, notebook. Um, he wants the fucking notebook. You have to go for it. Um, Vanilla cream. Oh, daddy likes vanilla cream, not chocolate. Leo? Yo. Sasha? Michelle? <laughs> My favorite part uh, of this. You need to see Maria. Um, Come at me. Maria, I love you. Candy undies still there. In the suitcase. They did not turn into corn syrup yet. That is my, that was mine, that he opened the suitcase. And y'all, you know those pennies were like, oh boy, <laughs> I get to see the light of day again. I made it back from Mexico, you guys. Oh, that, I haven't turned into corn syrup yet. I really wanted a lot of vagina, but maybe now we can get a really hot girl in America. I need stickers on me like I've been all the way around the world. <laughs> he can't return me now because I'm disintegrating. <laughs> Remember how I grew up at Spencer Gifts? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. At the end, my favorite was the end quote, which he says, every couple gets into an argument once in a while. She broke up with you. You've never met her. You've sent her $40,000. But as he says, he holds that ring. He says, as Wilson Phillips says, I know there's pain, but you hold on. Sing the melody and I'll sing the harmony. I did for one no, more keep going. day. You hold on for do it in the right key. You want to do it in the right key. Hold on for one day. Well, things should go your way. Hold on for one more day. I know that there is pain, but you hold on for one more day and you break free from the chains. That was wrong. I sang the melody. Break free from the chains. No, you went. You changed keys. It's fine. I always sing the harmony. I don't know. I think you did it right. Y'all, if we do a live show, I'm going to have to practice. Yeah, no shit. And speaking of, y'all, some of y'all said, just said today that you want to, they're like, going to have a live show. Let's hear for it. Y'all, we are all down for a live show. We are working towards we it. We love Give that. us the time. That is the goal. Now, I just remind everybody that don't forget the rest of our shows on the Sissy That Talk Network. There's our Sweet Tea, which is our Southern Charm show. There's, There's um, Bitchcraft, our our Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, which will Netflix. be coming back soon. So catch up on Sabrina and our show. We've got River Mails, which starts this Wednesday. Which we're not doing this season. Only However, a couple of seasons. What are we? And we'll talk a couple of episodes. River. So Riverdale airs this Wednesday night on um, the CW. Um, our show should go up. May it might be a couple of days late, but we will do a Riverdale show for the first episode yep. of premiere. And then your show, Dear Maddie. And then Dear Maddie, which is on hiatus, but you can listen to back episodes of that. Um, and also, 
Poodle. Tell them where they can find merch and you everything. You can find merch at uh, www.sissythattalk.com. You, you can, can look for swag and get yourself a fucking mug, y'all. Y'all can get it's a mug. It's taking over the fucking internet. You can. I don't think that we don't have any other news except for we are going to have a crossover with 90 Day Fiancés. We will let you know. Be sure the way you can find out is you can follow us on our social medias. You can follow me at TheMattMar, two T's, two R's. And I'm at Jake it or Fake It. Pretty much Twitter and Instagram. That's yep. what we do. And y'all. We love reviews, y'all. We love. Thank you for reminding Five reminded. stars. Five stars. And if I you love can- a review. It makes me feel better. If I've had a shitty day, y'all, I leave those reviews and I think people are benefiting off they this are. garbage that we're selling. <laughs> y'all, because we've got some people out there and we're, we've are we been calling y'all our cubicle warriors. Cubicle warriors. Yeah, like, some people are listening at work, y'all. They're about to like shoot down the people in their office. And I get soon. that. That's too soon, <laughs> Poodle. Maybe. Maybe. But if you're a cubicle warrior, come at us and let us know. Let and us we know. Think, and leave five stars and just say, if you can't say anything else, just say, keep going, queens. Yes. And remember. Y'all, these are some lonely hearts out here. And, you know, we're all just lonely hearts. Right, Poodle? Yes. And if, you, if you're looking for love in all the wrong places and you decide to get a 90-day fiancé, call, call us. us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.